Hey, I'm Jude Sutton, and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about South Sudan, the youngest country in the world. South Sudan is an interesting topic, as we get to see how our country starts from scrap in the modern day. Though, it's not a very good thing that South Sudan is so far behind the rest of the world, as we'll see soon. Today, we are joined by Diego Gonzalez, our expert in conflict, Lorelai Busher, our expert in human rights, and Sarai Cruz Camacho, our expert in poverty. How are we doing today? We are doing very good today. Thanks for asking. Great to hear. So, I wanted to ask Diego specifically about the conflict in South Sudan. Is it true that South Sudan's entire history has been involved in conflict? Yes, that is true. South Sudan was actually created by conflict like a civil war. There are two main reasons for conflict in South Sudan. Oil and weak institutions contribute to a lot of the conflict in South Sudan. According to GSD magazine, the current crisis started from within the SPLM, which is the Sudan's People's Liberation Movement. And because there was no tradition of democratic practice in the party, even a small crisis would not be contained. An article from Global Witness says, while South Sudan is a producer of crude oil, it lacks capacity and and infrastructure to refine this into the fuel its population relies on. South Sudan does not have a complete government setup. The only thing they have to guide them politically is just the SPLM, which doesn't help with solving problems because there is no form of democratic government setup. And that doesn't help when there's no when there's also corruption into into producing the oil and taking the revenue for personal use. It must be incredibly hard for South Sudan, a country that is so involved in violence, to quell all this conflict. I would like to introduce our expert on human rights, Lorelai Busher. So, Lorelai, how does all this conflict affect human rights and how the people are treated? So, in South Sudan, the government greatly abuses the people's human rights. In the article, it states, after a decades-long army, armed conflict that ended in 2005, South Sudan gained independence from Sudan on July 9, 2011, only to plunge back in the brutal conflict in December 2013. A peace agreement was signed in 2015, but collapsed again in 2016. During all of this brutal conflict, Systematic human rights, which is an inclusive approach involving public authorities, national human rights structures, and more that is essential for improving human rights protection, were being abused by the government. Since these human rights were being abused, many things occurred, like killing, torture, looting, destroying property, and more. It's amazing how South Sudan has such horrible conditions and human rights and can still be called a country, though I can't really blame it due to the fact that the country is only nine years old. Our expert on poverty, Zorai Cruz Camacho, is here to talk about the living conditions in South Sudan. Zorai? Thank you, Jude. The main causes of poverty is food and poor access to clean water because of healthcare and food security. Over 9 million people in South Sudan reside in areas without access to many basic necessities. Without the access to employment and career resources, the South Sudanese are hindered from aiding their countries and and themselves. It's so sad how South Sudan finally became a country and gained independence only to be affected by such horrible conditions. I want to thank all of you for coming here today to talk about South Sudan and bring light to the conditions. If you want to help the people in the country, go to 
International Rescue Committee, UNICEF, and SaveTheChildren.org and donate some money. Thank you for listening and goodbye.